0: This story basically originated a week ago. I was visiting with Sue at the museum, and we were talking about a dozen different subjects, one being important people in our lives. Sue mentioned coming to Alaska at the suggestion of a friend. And I thought back, geez, my high school biology teacher, a college professor, a game warden that I knew, all incredibly influential on my life. But there's one person that many of us know here that was incredibly influential on Mary, my wife, and my life. And uh, Mary and I were guiding in Katmai in the summer of 83. Uh, we had two, two groups of clients, roughly seven in each party. There were lawyers, doctors, stockbrokers, <clears throat> advertising agents, and a shipping clerk, a young kid from New Jersey. and. <laughs> At the end of a week, Mary and I said, that kid, I wonder if he'd be interested in coming to Alaska next summer when we hope to have some property and hope to be building a cabin. So that next morning at, at, the, uh, at breakfast, we asked him, what, what are your goals in life? Any idea you might be interested in coming back to Alaska? And he said, well, I had two goals in life. One was to float to Colorado. One was to come to Alaska. I'm going back to New Jersey and I'm a shipping clerk for the rest of my life. And we said, well, what would you think of coming to Alaska? I'd love it. So that next spring, he came up, we met on in Anchorage, brought him up to our cabin. Uh, Well, we looked for property for a whole year and wound up buying a cabin Pete and Nancy Robinson had built up in Erman Lake. Um, The cabin had numerous problems. It was too short. I would always hit my head. I'd hit my head on the beams And when Pete and Nancy offered to sell it, we thought, oh, we want raw land. Well, by December, we hadn't found anything. We finalized with Pete and Nancy. We bought the cabin. Our young friend came up, and we immediately started tearing the old cabin apart. One day, he was up on the roof ripping off the metal roofing. I was inside, upstairs, pulling out insulation. The chimney had already been removed, and my head's right close to the chimney hole, and I hear him out there cussing. What the hell am I doing up here? I hate heights. Why is this my job? (laughs) And he's going on and on, and I'm listening to this, and I'm just chuckling. I finally stick my head out of the hole, and I said, are you having fun? And he says, no. Why am I doing this? Well, the whole summer was roughly like that. A week or so later, um, he was under the cabin pulling out the insulation under the floor joists, and uh, at the last, he had pulled out all of it except for the one bay, and he said, Raleigh, come here. I want you to do this and see what I'm doing. And there was the old fiberglass, which had primarily fallen away from the floor, there was a layer of visqueen right under the floor like it should have been, except now that the roof is off and it's been raining, water's coming through. <laughs> and so there's a big mini-gallons in this visqueen. And he says, I slice it first, it splashes down, and that's the worst part. No sweat. I crawl under there, I slice it, and it's like a baby's diaper. <laughs> that is just a tro- and it splashes right next to you. And now I realize... Oh, he's this isn't a fun job. <laughs> and uh, um, another another time oh, well so okay, we finished that. The cabin's been jacked up, the roof is off. I'm working on log work. He is running a disc sander, cleaning up all the logs, which was a 2 to 3 week 2 to 3 week job of, of disc sanding. And within the first day, he's above his head sanding the logs, and he cuts the electrical cord. I was a little unhappy, and I said, do you realize the closest hardware store is 100 miles from here? And he said, hey, I told you I wasn't a carpenter. I'm not genetically programmed for this. Matter of fact, when I was young, I remember when my dad cut a sheet of plywood in the kitchen and cut the kitchen table in half. (laughs) Well, the whole summer was like that. And prior to the summer, um, prior to the summer, Mary and I figured by the early De- early September we'll be done. So he planned to go back to New Jersey, be a shipping clerk for the rest of his life. Had the job waiting for him. Well, by the first of September, we hadn't even put the walls up on the second floor yet. So he, so he called his boss. I gotta stay. Maybe a month longer. Well, by the first of October, he called his boss again. I got to stay probably another month. By the 24th of October, we finally moved into the house under the roof with a warm wood stove. The next day, we took him down to Anchorage. He flew out with the idea he was coming back the next summer. We don't know why he would turn away a good job in New Jersey to come back for another summer of mosquitoes and mud. But fortunately, he did. And um, fortunately, many of us know him. He's been a good friend, and uh, it was a great experience building that cabin. Thank you.